Between Two Beers allows you to tap into the wisdom of some great humans as they tell their stories. So pour yourself a new potty and make yourself at home with Between Two Beers. Cheers. Michael Jordan was basically walking down the hallway getting held up by two of his, you know, people, and he was done. And that was the game where he hit the winning buzzer shot. So we sort of crossed in the hallway, and it was just sort of one of those, well, if it was now, you'd be snapping away like yeah. social media. New episodes every Sunday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tony, Jace and Sam coasts Feel Good Breakfast. Best show moments. Bird attacks. They're not great, are they? And I was attacked by a swan on a date when I was a young man, and it scarred me for life. I don't know if you've ever seen a, a swan in full attack mode, but they 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 flap their wings and they're actually taller than you. They are ginormous yeah, when they're, they're angry. Right up. They could break yeah. an arm. <laughs> well, we, we discovered that's not true either. Right. But it's true. It happened to a guy, not a swan, but it was a magpie. Listen to the guy. He became a cult hero in Australia about two weeks ago. Listen to this. It was on from Donkey Kong. I started screaming and running. I was screaming for me life. I can tell you one thing, I'm scared of them now. I'll bet you are. What's worse, <laughs> a magpie or a big old swan? Oh, swans are angry. But the only no, thing but about magpies a... dive bomb you. You lose an eye with and a magpie. Your eye. Yeah. My mum got attacked by a magpie on her way to school. She still remembers it as a schoolgirl. Yeah, I yeah. still remember the time a seagull attacked me when I was out running. <laughs> I now right. don't run. <laughs> oh, that's why. Oh, that's why. Right, okay, got it. It's the seagull's fault. So have you ever been attacked by a bird or known someone who has? Because, I mean, there's that movie about birds, right? And people get freaked out flocks of birds flapping around them because of that movie and I get it. If it's ever happened to you or someone you know though, we'd love to hear the story. Tony, Jace and Sam. Best feel-good breakfast show moments. Got a text from Donna. Um, my husband arranged to have that played as I arrived at our wedding. Oh, it's so cute. I can't I can't help but have a little giggle this morning because there is something really funny about be- when birds attack. <laughs> and I know it's not because you were genuinely scared and this is happening at the moment because it's magpie hunting season. And in Australia, there's this guy that got attacked and it absolutely freaked him out. He said it was on like Donkey Kong. He was running and screaming and running and screaming. And you can relate, hey, Elise, because it happened to you. Is that true? Yes, yes. It used to happen to be quite a lot when mm. I was younger. What I sort of bird? Go, I would. Oh, it was a magpie. Yeah, mm. very vicious they are. Did they? Did it ever inflict an injury though, or did we just think they're vicious? No. Well, because when I used to ride my horse, I'd had my helmet on, and I know a couple times it did get the helmet. You could hear it. I could feel it going. Yeah, that's what happened to my mum. So she was on her way to school with her cousin Andrea, and same thing. Magpies attacked them and got mum's bike helmet. Yeah, but yet, yeah. To, yet to hear of an injury, though, aren't we? Well, the, no, yeah. the, the, the magpie guy in Australia, he had wounds. He had little stab he, wounds. He had puncture wounds and he escaped his knee because he fell over? Yes. Yeah, all, all, <laughs> there's, there's blood, Sam. There's blood. Make no mistake. <laughs> Colleen, hello. What happened to you? Good morning. Oh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen to me. Um, but a few years back, the magpies were bad attacking the, the posties on their bikes. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Who and um, so what they did... They got face masks and put them on the back of their head and they didn't get attacked. Oh, so they because it was their, it was like two faces um, facing the birds, whichever side they uh, tried to attack. So them. They only so attack from behind. They only attack Sneaky from behind. Sneaky little buggers. That's why I got done when I was running. So that's why what you have to do in the in the event of a, a magpie attack, you have to turn and face. Oh, <laughs> <good> <laughs> <luck>. <laughs> They'll stop straight away. Don't worry about the thing. <laughs> put a, Sam's not an expert on this. <laughs> hey, Brian, what happened to you? Uh, I was in Australia. I used to, get, used to do a cycle to the bridge club there uh, several times, and every time I passed the... Uh, um, 
uh, you know, the, the, this, this bird's area, they would come down and attack me. But um, evidently, if you put a, something, a spike or something on your on your uh, on your hat, sort of a clothes peg or a um, toothpick or something, you know, or something that's sharp. Um, mm. They say that will stop them attacking you. Yeah, okay, right. thanks for the advice, Brian. We have had some magnificent yeah. texts, and they get progressively worse. So, goose flying in three foot off the ground, covered 50 metres in zero seconds. Thought I was going to die. Seriously scary. Another person attacked one day. She was out walking her baby in the pram. Most scariest moment of my life, getting dive-bombed by a bunch of seagulls. Oh. Another person left with scratches down their back because of two poo geckos, but my personal favourite... Whoa, whoa, whoa. No one's ever been attacked by a poo gecko. Apparently so they have. Yeah. With what? those spindly little legs. Were, they, scratch, lying, scratch, were scratch. they lying down? Like, that's all they do is just walk no, weirdly. Poo, poo geckos can fly. They can fly, can they? Sam. Yeah. But oh. this is my personal favourite. I was attacked by a turkey, turkey as a three-year-old. Every Christmas I get my revenge by shoving stuffing up the Christmas <laughs> turkey's butt. <laughs> oh, turkeys, though, you've got to be careful. Gobble, you've got gobble, a, gobble. You've got a great turkey story, don't Which you? Which is inappropriate for tell, the radio. Tell the turkey Let's story. Let's just say turkeys are repeat offenders. <laughs> wow. Tony, Jace and Sam. Feel good breakfast show highlights. Have you ever contemplated, and I know this is a particular topic you love to talk about, Sam. Have you ever contemplated going on the school board of trustees? Well, yeah, the friends of the school I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no. a PTA. No, yeah. no, no. No, I, 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 I back my kids to get into their own sports team without having to join a board. Too much, ha- too much hard work. You wait till you get to the school. I'm going to ream you to be helping, so you just wait. So he, he's got a couple of years, and he, he hits the school. You're in big trouble, you, buddy. You, you help out the school a wee bit, eh? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not on the PTA and I'm not on the board, but I volunteer all the time and yeah. I coach and stuff. Yeah. Very but, generous of your time. But my husband, we decided that he is he's a board person. I think you either lend yourself to doing like the non-board activities or the board. Yeah, I think you're Right, this is where it starts. This is where local politics starts for Matt France. Oh, no, I don't, I, well, I don't know. See, my brother-in-law, he's a farmer, but he was on the board of trustees. He was, he was the chairman. He loved Ooh. it. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think he wants to do well, this, local politics. Well, this is a new thing for us because no member of the street or France family has ever been on a board. Oh, wow. And Matt was on the board of North Harbour Rugby, and now he has been elected to the board of our school. But oh, congratulations. The process, I had no idea what it was really? like. So as, as you know, parents of the school, everyone got the little form and there was a little blurb about you had to write your blurb and Matt got me to help him out with it. And we panicked because it had to be in the next morning and we had to get a photo. So I just cropped one of him at one of the kids' birthday parties. And as a lot of other parents pointed out, everyone had professional photos and ours looked like he'd been out on the town. Oh, you, you think that worked in your <laughs> well, favour? helped him because he got elected. Yes. But, but what happens, and I didn't realise this, you get an email, every parent at the school gets this email and it says, Board of Trustees Parent Election Results and then it's got a declaration and then it has everyone that applied listed with the singular oh. vote count. Well, so if you didn't get on you see how many people did not vote <laughs> yes. for you? Yes! So oh. Literally, it's a popularity contest and it goes down to the singular votes and then it says, these are the five that made the cut, the others are gone skis. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> Oh, Matt, right. Matt even said to the principal, he said, hey, um, you didn't really need to, you know, publish the results out there. And he goes, oh, no, by law, we have to. We have to publish it in the newsletter and the local paper. So, oh, no. <laughs> so what, what position did Matty come in, in the votes? Well, he actually got fifth out of five. Fifth out of five. So That'll stuck do. on That'll it. Do. That's all you need. The other four people were already on the board. So he was the only new member to be oh. elected. Could you vote online? 
Was it? Did no. you, you, had to, you had to put a piece of paper in. Give me, yep. give me an idea of the number of votes that he got. Are you allowed to say? Well, they're public, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yep. He got over a hundred votes, which is astonishing, isn't it? Because more people have voted for the the school board than our local councillors in Auckland. Ninety exactly. percent <laughs> <laughs> of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. The best moments from Tony, Jace and Sam. Coasts feel good breakfast. Uh, but we want to talk about times when you're at home and you're relaxing. Are you okay if someone comes and knocks on the door and says, I'm just dropping in maybe for a cup of tea or a glass of wine? Are you like celebrating saying, yeah, I've got someone to hang out with? Or is that the worst thing you could imagine? An unannounced arrival. I, at dinner time, no. You know, if it's at five o'clock and I'm trying to feed three young children, I'm angry. Flip side to that, any other time, and I'm, you know, at home, three young kids, I'm pleased to see you. Come in, pick up, pick up a child. Especially if you've brought you know, some gin. Yeah, if you've, if you've got a drink or you know how to change a, a, a like, baby's bum, it's then. Like arriving with Koha, isn't it? It's like, here's a bottle of wine, here's a bottle of beers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, come on in. Yeah. Don't you think I accept this, the challenge, come in. Don't you think this comes down to personalities, though? Because I feel like in my house, um, and my husband's going to hate me for saying this, but he's very ordered and structured. So he likes, you know, bedtime is this time and this is when we have dinner. Whereas I feel like I'm a little bit more, oh, whatever goes, I'm okay. Bit fluid. I quite like that too. So I, I can I see like... him tighten a bit when the, the routine's out of whack. Yeah. And that can happen when someone comes around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you, like you say, Sam, you've got dinner plans and things, you know what you're cooking. I always go, hey, you know, there's probably enough. Come, come grab a seat. I, I, I like it. I really like it. There's probably enough. And then Jace gives himself more one of the uh, little half pieces of chicken and goes, no, you have the rest. <laughs> Jace, I'll, I'll just have this piece of carrot. Thanks. Jace is saying he likes it, but you've just put up a gate. You're, you're locking the world out, mate. Oh, no, that's not a me. fortress. Yeah, yeah. And we wonder no. why you did this. And that's I think it's it. to stop the people that's dropping you know, in. Coming in. I like it. I really like it. Show highlights from Tony, Jace and Sam. Coasts feel good breakfast. If people to come knock on the door and hang out and just you know, come and drop in. Are you okay with that? That's what we're asking this morning because I don't, I don't mind people dropping in, but some people, ooh, they can't handle that. But I don't think you're a dropper in or a, because back in the day, if you dropped in, it's because you didn't carry a cell phone. So if you decided to on your on your merry way, you just had to check when you turned up. Now you can text ahead of time. Yeah, yes, that's you right. Uh, you've got me questioning my whole system because I love it when uh, someone drops in on me, I've decided, but I never drop in on other people. I think you, sometimes you come to my house unannounced. Just well, saying. No, one day I came just... home and you were drinking drinks on my dick. Oh, that's right. We actually <laughs> broke into his house. <laughs> he was away for the weekend. I remember that. Yeah, that was a fun night, Sam. Thank yeah. you. We're going to expect you home so soon. Hey there, Kim. I am. How about you? Do you like when people drop in or not, really? I don't mind of a weekend and that, but during the week I do. Ah, okay. okay, rules. All right. Okay, so weekday drop-ins are cool, but not weekend. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it is, yeah. Okay. What, what is it about the weekend that you don't want to see people? No, no, other no, way weekday. Around. Oh, weekday. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see people in the week. Actually, I know what you're saying. Because if, if someone drops in on a Monday when you, you're just cranking up your week with a bottle of wine, I think, oh, no, my, my weekend, I love it, but my week's going south from here. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. Um, Denise, what about you? Do you, do you like it when people drop in? Sorry, you're talking to me. Yeah. Do you like yeah. it when people drop in, Denise? Um, yeah, I'm the same as Sam. I love people calling. I don't care where it is, when it is, but I don't do it to other people. 
Yeah, we, we need to change that, don't you think? I yeah, mean, I, just, I always text first. Do you think, yeah, so is do it I, because yeah. you think it's rude and they and they might not be ready for you? Yeah, I just want to make sure that, that it's okay and they're not in the middle of something or have other people over or... But back to the original like point, it's so nice when other people drop in without mentioning they're going to turn up. Like, hey! Yeah, and if we all love it, then obviously we're not going to think it's a rude thing. Totally. How good would it be if you're sitting there with some other friends who've dropped in and other friends drop in as well? It suddenly becomes, yeah, now it's an event. That's cool. But everyone has um, the, the friends that you, you, you know are going to stay for about eight hours, eh? Yeah. And then you're starting to go, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. no. Maybe, maybe that's another rule that we have to say. If you drop in, it has to be for a period under a half an hour. Oh, no. Why half not? An hour. Yeah, I reckon max two hours. No, I think I think it has to be short. Two hours, that's done to extend so your whole next day. Next time I come to your house, at 28 minutes, I am bolting out the door. See ya. And take oh. your wine with you. Different <laughs> rules for different people, though. You know what I mean? What's my limit, then? Well, I think I'd probably give you a little bit longer than the average Joe blog. <laughs> seven, seven, eight minutes, you reckon? Well, I just know that Streety's good, you know, she'd, she'd, be, she'd pitch in with the kids. And, you know, and other you people. know I'll bring food. <laughs> you yeah. thought babysitters the show. We're good, I get it. Sam has a timer <laughs> yeah. in his house now. When you arrive, at, he starts it. Hosts, <laughs> feel good breakfast. Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. What drink do you think? I got when Sam said to me, surprise me. Mm. And oh, often I say that to my husband and invariably the results come back. I say, get me something sweet and he brings back a chocolate I don't like and he hates when I say, just mm. surprise me and you did it to me. Yeah, I thought, just go and get me a drink. I want to put some context into this though. We're not at a pub here or a restaurant. We're at the airport about to take off somewhere. And can I give some context too? When yeah. someone says surprise me, isn't it you don't want your usual? You want to be, um, you know, excited by the well, choice. Well, no, say that, but as a husband, I get that sometimes. Surprise me. I'm like, well, you know what I'll do? I'll get her something she, I know she likes. Yeah, that's well, kind of what I was after. I, was, well, I didn't go that way. I'll give you some of the options. This is what you should have brought me back. I reckon it would have been a ginger beer or a nice juice. You know, like a an orange and apple blend. I took right. the surprise me as I'm going to surprise him for sure. <laughs> and you certainly did. And so I did. He felt like a 12-year-old girl, apparently. So some of the text answers coming through. What do you think? Uh, Tony bought Sam. Okay, so so far the text as we've had, someone said a strawberry milk. Would have been a nice choice. He probably would have preferred that, to be <laughs> fair, but no. Territory that is strawberry milk. Another person said pink panther. That's from Marie. Can we go back to the strawberry milk? Is it okay for a grown man to drink strawberry milk in public? <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Yes. This I would never order a strawberry milk. What about this choice? And this is a blast from the past. Sparkling duet. Oh, hello. Would you have liked it if I'd... I've, Yep. Back there. There's, there's a lot more respect involved in a sparkling duet than what you got. What me. about Lucy said Ribena? Ooh, <laughs> I do like a Ribena. A sparkling Ribena. Yeah, yeah. That we're talking. Pro- it's more growing up than what you got, man. <laughs> Marie, what do you think she got him? Oh, I think it would have to be a traffic light. Oh. Oh, no, do you know what, Marie? If there was a traffic light option, I would have absolutely got there for Sam as a surprise. But there were no traffic light options. Someone should bring that out. Do you know they're actually bringing out at, at Cobb Co? They do the traffic light, the mm. famous drink there. There's an alcoholic version one. So if you want, if you want a bit of a bit of kick to that, you can get an adult traffic light. The problem is it's not very portable a traffic light, is it? As soon as you move, st- as soon as you stir it, it's, it it's becomes brown. brown. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mike, what did she get in that made him feel like a twelve-year-old girl? Fanta. Yes, that's what I, I brought him back a Fanta, and he looked at me like I just brought him arsenic. <laughs> would you drink? Would you drink a Fanta, mate? 
Well, look, it's one of those things when you said it on the radio, it actually took me right back to the Coke and Fanta battle days. You know, yep. Coke was yep. for the blokes and Fanta was a sweet, bit like Tony, bit sweeter, yes, bit nicer. Mm. You know, and I think she maybe thought, well, you're a bloke and you want a surprise, I'll give you something a bit different. Totally. So, yeah. You've nailed it because Fanta was my favourite yep. drink as a girl. Well, I took it onto the plane in front of all the, you know, we were in the lounge there at the airport, everyone's seeing me walking around with my big old 700. 150 mil <laughs> bottle of Fanta. And I took it on like, the Excuse me, sir, have you lost your child? Yeah, his new nickname is Fanta Pants. <laughs> and the other thing, it was full sugar. I was like, can't even remember the last time I drank a full sugar version. I Don't pretend you, like you weren't I happy with the choice. The whole thing. It was <laughs> Before so takeoff, it was amazing. Tony, Jace, and Sam. Best feel good breakfast show moments.